Welcome to the House of Lee NYC. Be uplifted, informed, entertained, and find tips for resourceful living. Hi, I'm Lee. Thanks for stopping by. In this episode, I'm going to take you on an interview with Larry Wilson, a professional driver on the streets here in New York City. He's going to share with us some tips of the trade. I'm so excited about this episode because I love to drive. And so when I ran into him on location at a children's sports center, you know, we were both doing kid duty. My motto is have microphone, we'll interview no matter where. Anyway, I just couldn't pass up this unique opportunity. So come on in and join me live to tape with Larry Wilson. Larry, what does it mean to be a professional driver? That means that I am responsible for a multiple uh, number of things. Professional drivers, it's not like, uh, you know, you're not doing Lyft or Uber. You're more like uh, pretty much responsible for a certain party of people uh, rather than the general public. What is the difference between being a professional driver and being a chauffeur, if there is any? They go together, professional driver, chauffeur. Um, it's the same thing like saying car, vehicle, uh, mobile, you know, so professional Wait. drivers and chauffeurs is the same thing. What is your preferred title? I prefer professional driver. I think chauffeur sounds a little too, uh, a little too much for me, for my personality. <laughs> First of all, I love to drive. How do you feel about driving? You have to love what you do. If You, you have to be committed if you're going to do it on a daily basis. Um, most people hate their jobs, but I happen to be very fortunate and uh, feel very lucky. I love my job. I get to drive amazing luxury cars, and it's fun. What, what luxury car are you driving today, then? Uh, today, I'm driving Escalade. What's the, what's the fanciest car you've ever driven? The fanciest car I've ever driven? I want to say it's a uh, it's the stretch uh, Maybach. It's like a limo. It has uh, the cabin compartment in the middle. You got the curtains. You have a whole. It's like a living room on wheels, pretty much. And so, what's the fanciest car you've ever crashed? Um, I've been very fortunate, blessed, and lucky uh, to never crash. It's funny you say that. That's a good question, actually. Uh, the two times that I did have car accidents. They crashed me, but it wasn't a terrible, it was just a fender bender, so I was, I was fortunate enough to uh, not damage the vehicle fully. And of course, with these vehicles, you have full-blown coverage. Were the cars that hit you fancy? No, that's the thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> they were, no, they were what we call hoopties. <laughs> I love that word. Uh, there's some wood. Let's knock on it so we don't jinx you today. Yes. The other thing that goes through my mind, so I mentioned a moment ago that I love to drive, and you and I are in New York City. So some people think that driving New York City is just uh, unbelievable or arduous or scary. What do you say? I say all of the above. I agree with most people who are afraid to drive in the city. Um, you have to be on alert times 10. It's very difficult. You have to know your surroundings. First of all, you have pedestrians who don't care. They're just on their cell phones. You have the city bikes coming at you one way. Uh, you have the New York City transit buses, the yellow cabs, construction workers. 
Uh, you also have the Lyft and Uber drivers. Um, so you just have a bunch. Oh, you also have the delivery car services, the FedEx, UPS. I could just keep going. You know, there's a lot of angry people in New York, a lot of tough, angry people. So you just have to watch how you drive. You know, you can't take a second off. You, you have to be on alert. 24-7 when you're behind that wheel. Otherwise, you know, it could go from a nice, beautiful summer day driving to, you know, a, tra- a tragic uh, event. So you just got to be alert. So speaking of alert, do you have any tips for people who get sleepy in the afternoon when they're driving? Does that happen to you? That is the greatest question of this interview. Drivers, there's this thing called alert drops. It works amazing. Take it. It works. Um, you put it, it's a couple of, you take two drops, you put them on your tongue, and you'll be wired for the next couple of hours. So it's called alert drops. I don't particularly use it because I'm getting older, so I know that I should sleep better, eat better, uh, rest better. But uh, yeah, alert drops always works. So when I first met Larry, I said, oh, do you work for a company? And he's like, no, no, much, much higher than that. And I said, oh, so do you work for a family? Tell us, how did you make the transition? Um, well, that's the part of the job that I keep discreet, you know, for confide- confidentiality um, purposes. But when I was working with the limousine company, I made a lot of close friends with my passengers. Uh, you know, the, the passengers are high-end passengers, so I was actually referred uh, to to a family, which which I'm very blessed and lucky to have this opportunity. Most people don't get these opportunities. What would you say are some differences between working for the company, a company, and working for a family? When you work for a company, you are on your own schedule. You set your own schedule. You're pretty much working for yourself. You are your own boss versus working for a family where you have to work on their schedule and they are the boss. (laughs) You're no longer the boss. So do you have crazy hours? I do, but I don't mind uh, because when you work with people that care about you and treat you fair, you do what you have to do. I'm I'm a very grateful person. I I come from a very uh, hard upbringing. I went through a lot of hardships. So, you know, I don't take one one minute, one moment or opportunity for granted. So, yeah, I'm always I always make myself available to the best of my ability. So what is a typical day in your schedule like? Do you wake up at a certain time and you're expected to pick up family member A, B, C, or D, or whoever's ready to go? And then do you sit around and double park? How does that work? Yeah, pretty much. You described it. So I don't sit around and double park. What I do on downtime is there's a lot of things that go behind the scenes. People see you in these nice cars and they see you in a tuxedo and they think that you have it easy. They think that your job is, you know... uh, not not as physical or maybe uh, doesn't uh, require too much labor, but between downtime, you got to understand, I drive about three to four different cars, so I'm doing car maintenance, keeping them clean, uh, you know, taking them to the dealer, just, just maintaining the vehicles, and also, uh, I got to pick and choose, you know, where I'm going to eat, when I'm going to use the restroom, because remember, I work in the city, I'm trapped in the car, so I have to be strategic about how, even how I use the restroom. So where is a good restaurant to go to? What's your secret tip for bathrooms in the city? Uh, secret tips for bathroom in the city? You you have some great questions. So I always uh, sneak into a, a McDonald's or... Uh, 
uh, I, I've gotten pretty cool and close with some of the restaurants where I go, so they know who I am and they let me use the restroom. But I want to tell you, drivers, it, uh, McDonald's always works. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I put bathroom codes in my cell phone, in my memo notes. Whenever I go somewhere, I have the bathroom code. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I do. I do the same. I know about five different codes, uh, especially uh, another place that I go to where I memorize the code is uh, Chipotle. I love Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, they're like, uh, did you buy food here? I'm like, yeah. And I just go right in the bathroom with the code. <laughs> Can you share with us some of your favorite destinations or routes from Manhattan? Great question. So a lot of people have this, um, they have this, uh, this belief that you can't drive through Times Square. And I, I want to give you the biggest tip, drivers, and even regular, uh, you know, civilian drivers. Um, when you're going west to east or east to west, and you want to get to the west side quickly or the east side quickly, you can take 42nd Street. Believe me, you will get there so quick. There's never traffic. But most people say, oh, my God, Times Square, I'm not going to drive through there. And so they get stuck on other streets when all you have to do is take 42nd Street across town. So that's my biggest secret. There you go. What is your favorite road to take outside of New York, like a nice destination, if you could suggest one to folks? Uh, my favorite uh, road, one of my favorite roads to take is the Palisades. Uh, it's beautiful. You have a lot of scenic routes. It's open. It's green. So, yeah, the Palisades, uh, especially in a fog. And the summer days are the best. So you were talking about being able to be discreet and have good customer service skills, right? So my question is this. Do you remember a time when you had to keep a straight face and what was the crazy thing that was going on? Uh, sometimes certain conversations in the car between my passengers, um, really, really funny, hilarious conversations. But, you know, uh, I have this thing where um, I'm the driver, so... I don't hear anything. All I do is see the road. So sometimes it's pretty hard when you hear something funny. You don't want to burst out laughing because you want to mind your business. So it's the hardest thing to do. But I've been able to master the art of laughing on the inside. That's great. That's great. And your cars, do they have that secret window button that goes up and they can shut you out? Yes. Yes. But my, my passengers are like family. Uh, they trust me. So they never hit the button on me. And and so a professional driver at your level, do you have to sign non-disclosure agreements and that kind of thing? Sometimes you do, but once uh, you, you show them that you are respectful and trustworthy, uh, for the most part, you know, when they trust you, they trust you. And that's my biggest thing. I, I just, I like to earn respect and trust. So that's my biggest thing. And before you worked for this family, when you had your other experiences with the other company, what was the craziest thing you saw? The craziest thing I saw, you know what? I can't say <laughs> because my passengers have to trust me. So I'm going to hold that one. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> 
thinking about that memory in your head and in your mind, does anything come up that you want to or can share that uh, stays within the confines of, of your your code of ethics? Yeah, it tells it shows me that no matter where we all come from, no matter our background, whether uh, blue collar people, white collar people, whether we're wealthy or middle class, we are all the same. All humans are the same. Uh, so I've seen some crazy stuff from uh, people of uh, higher statures than myself, but it just shows me that everyone's human. What tips do you have for people who want to hire a professional driver? What are the do's and don'ts that folks should keep in mind? For people who want to hire professional drivers, you have to do a thorough background check. You need a couple of references from people who uh, you trust. That's pretty much it. You just need to do a full background check, then get you know full full uh, reports and referrals from people that you trust to tell you all about the person that you're trying to hire to drive you around. So, how do we know when we need to switch drivers? Uh, when your driver's late. <laughs> Simple. When your driver's late. So now, if somebody wants to get into professional driving as a career, as opposed to Uber, where sometimes those folks are doing it on the side, what recommendations do you have? How would they get started? Great question. If you go on uh, TLC, the Taxi Limousine Company, you'll be able to pull up all of the links on there for um, any information that you need uh, regarding at all things drivers. I took a rigorous course. It was a four-month course. I had to take, a, you know, get a TOC license, and uh, you do you do drug tests, fingerprints, background checks. Uh, Was that hard, the TLC, the Taxi Limousine Commission test? What does that involve? It's extremely hard. You pretty much have to know the city like the back of your hand. So you have they'll put a map in front of you. Uh, you have to know landmarks, cross streets, uh, counties. It was very, very hard. I studied for four months, and uh, I passed with an 80. And, I, you know, the way I studied, I thought I was going to get 100. So that's how hard it is. Well, you know, P is for pass. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Luckily me. So, yeah, so I have a, a special commercial license along with my regular um, driver's license. So it takes a lot to be a professional driver. You, you just can't say one day, I'm going to be a professional driver. Just like you can't say one day, you know, I'm going to be a singer. And, you know, you're not Justin Timberlake. Um, so... Uh, to be a professional driver, you have to have courtesy, superb customer service. Uh, you have to be very patient. Uh, you have to follow uh, all of the guidelines that come with the job, such as dress code, uh, speak proper. Uh, you have to uh, maintain a clean appearance, you know, haircut, you, you know, uh, clean hands, clean shoes. Uh, you have to always be on time. You can never, ever be late, not once. It's unacceptable. So your job is to not only be trustworthy, not only be responsible and respectful, but more importantly, also take care of the vehicle um, as if it's your vehicle, but more importantly, be on time. Never be late, ever, ever. And you have to be a good driver too, right? Yeah, I left the most part, <laughs> the most important part out. You have to be a hell of a driver. So when I had a car, I gave it away because I thought I was going to upgrade to a four-door and I never got around to it. It was a stick shift and I love driving stick. Do you drive stick? I I do, but most limousines are automatic, manual, so. 
I went to the city's Taxi and Limousine Commission website and found out a few interesting things from a 2017 annual report. It's called TLC for short, as Larry might have mentioned. There are about 179,000 licensed taxi and FHV drivers in New York City. FHV stands for For Hire Vehicle, by the way. And if I read the figures correctly, it can cost about $1,000 to start driving. That includes the license, test, fingerprinting, drug test, driving courses, and medical exam. You know, if you want to operate your own car, that's going to cost more. Interestingly, when I was looking at the TLC website, which I'll put in the show notes, there were sample test questions listed, and a passing score is 70% or higher. So a driver has to correctly answer 56 out of 80 questions, and it can be taken as many times as needed within that 90-day application period. So I got to thinking about those alert drops that Larry mentioned. And even though I've discovered that one easy solution to avoid drowsiness while driving in the afternoon is to be properly hydrated with some electrolytes, I was really curious. So I went on a mission to find those drops. The Automobile Association of America, AAA, issued a study last month about drowsiness while driving and crashing. And if I read the figures correctly, more of those crashes happen during the daylight hours among younger drivers. And, you know, I'm curious because I want to have a solution too, just in case. So I went to CVS, Dwayne Reed, and Rite Aid, as well as a small, local, but well-inventoried pharmacy. I couldn't find them anywhere. So I looked the product up online. According to their website, it's like putting drops of lemon on your tongue. There are five ingredients listed. There's water, citric acid, some natural flavor, sodium benzoate, and potassium sorbate. And I talked to the person in charge of PR and I was told that it just came out in November and that it's uh, currently available on Amazon or from Walmart. And I have to tell you, the reviews on Amazon are pretty good so far, so it really made me curious. So I ordered some and I'm waiting for it to arrive. I can't wait to try it and let you know how it is. Is there anything that I haven't covered or asked that has come to mind for you that you'd like to share? No, you're pretty awesome. Your questions were on point, and uh, I enjoyed the show. You guys, make sure you all tune in to Lee's podcast. She's awesome, and uh, I'll be back for part two soon. Thank you so much, Larry, for your time today. You're welcome. My pleasure. So that wraps up this episode of the House of Lee NYC. Please subscribe so you don't miss out. And please, please head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review if I've added a little something special to your day. It helps me to help you and your friends. Oh, and visit me at thehouseofleenyc.com for today's show notes and follow-up information. Finally, if you feel you have something wonderful you think folks would love to learn or know about, drop me a line for consideration also at houseofleenyc.com. So until next time, thank you for stopping by.